Hi, everybody. I'm Ralph Ben Murgy. Welcome to Yehopitzville, brought to you by Pear Tree Canada. Hope you're having yourself a good time. We are out of the major marathon of the high holidays uh, and uh, are on with the rest of the year. I always feel for my rabbinical and cantorial and spiritual direction friends in the Hagim because it's kind of, um, it is a marathon. <laughs> Every time they turn around, there's another holiday. I do remember once a friend of mine who wasn't Jewish saying to me, what's with you people in the holidays? You seem to have so many holidays. And at the public school I went to, almost everybody was Jewish. So we actually had holidays off. And in those days, York University also used to give you Jewish holidays off. Uh, but uh, these days, uh, my kids, I still have a couple in schools, um, they don't get the day off. So it, it, it's kind of a different thing. Uh, we have uh, someone who I, uh, I've just met virtually by fishing around and having somebody say, hey, you might want to talk to her. Uh, I don't even, uh, I'm not even sure how to say the last names because there's two. So Alice Frank Patry, Patry. Well, you know, I'm just starting to know how because I was just married a year ago, but I, I would say Patree. Oh, Patree. Patree. Yeah. Okay. yeah you know. right. I like that there's tree in it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a thing. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, nice to meet Thanks. you. You too. We're, I love uh, hearing that your real name is Raphael because it's like my favorite angel. <laughs> the healing angel. The healing angel. I mean, that's the best thing to be. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. You could be Michal, you know, the angel of love. <laughs> well, thanks. Gabrielle of strength, perhaps. <laughs> Uriel, purpose. You know, they're all in there yeah. somewhere. They're yeah. cool. They're <laughs> I don't think that's the way it was written, but yeah, cool, <laughs> cool would work. Um, and you're living in Vaudreuil? I am. See, I was also told that I could say Vaudreuil, and then there's the oi in it that makes it more Jewish. Wow. So you're really looking for some threads here. <laughs> I'm reaching. No, I, I, everybody just says Vaudreuil. I was trying to be so French about it, but really, you know, people just say, but yes, that's where I live. What you said. It's not where you've always lived. No, it's pretty new. I lived for 20 years in New York City. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a thing. It's different. New York City to me is everybody in some way is Jewish. Yes. Right. <laughs> even Italian people. Are Jewish. <laughs> Everybody's Jewish. I don't know how that works, but it seems to work. Yeah. And way. they even claim it. They seem really proud to be the honorary Jews of, <laughs> of the planet. Yeah. But you were born in Michigan, right? That's right. Oh, you do know something. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, Grew up in Michigan, moved to the East Coast, you know, for my bat mitzvah age, mm -hmm. and then have lived there for a long time. But also I've been very nomadic. So I've been based in New York, but a, quite a nomad on the planet. So it's not that strange for me to be a stranger in Vaudreuil. But, um, but yeah, it, it does seem like more different here somehow than than all these other places I go. I go to Hawaii, I go to the Middle East, I go, you know, to all these places. And and when I was coming here, I knew almost nothing about it. 
and just thought, yeah, it'll be like Brooklyn, you know, everywhere's like Brooklyn now. Even you go to Indiana, there's a cute cafe, you're in Brooklyn. <laughs> but here is different. It's like Canada, everybody also, I came here during Trump, you know, everybody wanted to move to Canada. It was like the American dream was moving to Canada. And I did that. Everybody was so jealous of me. And I was like, where am I? I just felt like on a different planet in a way. Tell but me more. Really Tell finding, me more. I'm finding myself. Um, well, I mean, I, it's strange to talk about because I, I all definitely don't want to be rude, but I just really where I live, everything is a strip mall. I, you know, Hanukkah came. I Nobody knew what Hanukkah was. There was no wrapping paper. You know, there were no candles. And so it's really beautiful because it, it led my journey outward to Montreal, um, where I found my first Judaica stores and, and then ultimately a beautiful community there. So how far are you from Montreal? Like, I'm about 50 minutes. 50 minutes. Yeah. So what brought you to Vaudreuil? Love. I got married. Um, I got married to somebody who I, I met 15 years ago in New York City. It's a, quite a story because we, we, he came back here to Montreal at that point. And so we weren't together anymore. And I literally have been in love with him for 15 years, like all that time. And, I, but I also have this sense of pride and everybody should be where they should be. And I don't wanna be with someone who isn't totally in love with me. So I just like emailed him a few times in that 15 years, like, okay, you know, I'm still here kind of thing. Like, <laughs> little, little fish is, it, is it time, is it time yet? And uh, you, you've forgotten about me. Um, and so, during COVID, all of a sudden, um, I really think like COVID time was a lot like the end of the movie Frozen. Have you seen this movie? No, I have boys. They didn't want to watch Oh, man. Oh, no, I think I did. That's we did so see true. it once. Yeah. Okay, okay. So there's a huge blizzard and, you know, somebody's chasing someone. Someone's about to kill someone, but nobody can see anything because there's all the, the snow in, in your face, you know, and all of a sudden the snow stops. It's suspended. And you look around and you're like two inches away from everybody on the planet. And that's how it felt when the world stopped in, in this moment. It felt so still that it was like, wait a minute, all those people who we feel so far away from in time or in distance, they're all right here. Just reach out your arm. And I did that. I just reached out my arm to him. I just wrote a text like oh my gosh he's just like right here on the planet like six hours away from me and i just Maybe wrote like him. you know that's, okay so that's crazy so but, so then so, we got then, married is, if you don't mind my asking uh, a motherly question is he jewish he's not okay that's interesting yes so you married somebody who isn't jewish moved yeah. to a place with, like the, no jews no uh, there are no jews where you live <laughs> no none uh, no, I mean, I met one person. We we met one person with the last name Cohen, and my husband thought it it was because of me. Like he was like, "Well, he probably found you on Facebook or something," because he thought like he's never met a Jew here. He's never met a Jew in Vaudreuil. Wow. 
it was such an anomaly that he thought we must know each other. So on a day-to-day basis, Judaism, it matters to you, is my it assumption, does. right? Very and, deeply. And you've been part of the renewal movement, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Havura in, in, in uh, Montreal. So how do you keep it alive for you in Vidoy, where there's just you and no wrapping paper mm. and no Hanukkah candles? How, how do you... What do you do? To, do you have to drive to Montreal every time if you want to do something Jewish? Or are you trying to bring some of that to your town? Well, what's interesting for me is that I found Judaism almost accidentally because I had, you know, I, this is a weird word, but like some sort of spiritual awakening, some sort of thing happened to me in my room. When I was 20 years old, I was not a spiritual seeker at all, but I was in New York City in a tiny apartment and it was Yom Kippur day and I had chosen not to go home. And suddenly I was having this crazy oneness experience. Now people call it a Kundalini awakening or whatever. All I knew is I did not believe in this thing that was God. I did not really, I was not comfortable with that word. And all of a sudden I was just saying, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I was in love with everything and I fell in love with Torah. So I fell in love with Torah in that very, very, like I would read it and I would weep. I would just weep and weep and weep. So I fell in love with it in such a personal way, such an intimate way. So a lot of my early years of being Jewish was like lying in bed. I totally kept Shabbat, but by myself often, just lying in bed, reading the Parsha, reading the commentary, you know, just in love with it, in love. Um, And it was such a beautiful thing. And then I started going to the Upper West Side. So and spending Shabbat there for the whole weekend. And so I'm very used to going kind of on these sojourns for Shabbat. And also I'm very used to finding it inside my own bed, you know, with, within my own little sphere as well. So I'm surrounded by Jewish books right now. You can't see, but I'm like, it, reading the Parsha is very important to me. Um, at this point, I really get to share about the Parsha um, wow. you know, on Facebook, but also right. I, I get to be, a, a, you know, a Jewish, little Jewish teacher in my little corner of Zoom and the world. So, so I do have um, community that way. And I hmm. teach uh, uh, yoga in a Jewish context for Rosh Chodesh. I teach. So I, you know, I just got to share a lot. Um, I, I get to lead the more contemplative services for, for a Havara in Montreal um, that it was the second day of Rosh Hashanah. And then I did for Shabbat Shuva. So these, um, and then on Yom Kippur got to share a lot. So I get to be with be with the chagim, be with the the material that is so special to me, and share it. And that that really is an aliveness for me. That's like yeah. a joy. For me. I mean, I remember many years ago. I I went to University of Alberta for a while till they asked me to leave quietly. Um, and I was the first Jew that a lot of my fellow students had ever met. Yes. And, and 
I didn't really know what to do with that. What, how do you handle, you know, you and your husband are having, you know, other people are, are meeting with you. How, how do you handle the I'm Jewish part? Do you find yourself putting it right out there or do you sort of hold it in and go, yes, I don't know if I want to share I think this. I've always had like just a deep pride in the full spectrum of who I am and, and that the way that, the way that, that I approach things is by saying them out loud, you know, just like really putting them on the table. So for example, I was just talking to his mom yesterday and something I haven't told you either is that I did receive smicha um, in May. So I'm supposedly a rabbi, um, which I'm only interested in, in that it gets to let, let me serve. Like I am a spiritual director as well. So it's like, if it points people to me to let them know to come to me so that I can help <laughs> or support, then, then that's interesting to me. So if you were having dinner in Vidoy, would you say to somebody, yeah. I'm a rabbi? No, well, to his, so yesterday to his mom, yes. she's like, so how are you? She's talking to me about nail salons, you know, <laughs> she's like, so what else? And I'm like, well, I got to share there, there are the holidays of the Jewish culture, you know, and it's a big deal. And this is why it's a big deal. You're being reborn, you know, <laughs> you're recreating yourself because the universe, you know, going on and on and, and she's like okay so it's important I'm like this is very important you know? <laughs> and I said so because you know in May I became a rabbi you know it was like bah like I like to where it might be uncomfortable that is where I I project it into right. the conversation so um, it's a bit in your face it's you're not, you're face. not hiding it under the bushel. You're... No, no. Because I also, I'm not used to anti-Semitism. And I have to say, like, I have, I've experienced it in this very um, obvious and subtle way since coming here. So, really? like, the first people, it was COVID, so we hard, I met almost no one. But we did meet, you know, two of his friends, and they... And, and one of them has a charter school and he was saying how diverse it was. And he was just going on and on about all the day. And I said, how about Jews? And he was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, 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 it's like no way. Um, so yeah, like the Francophile thing, you know, like- How did you handle that when he said, when he said oh, no, no, no? Um, I, I just took it. I mean, I had really just gotten here and I, didn't understand most of their conversation because it was in French. And I think I was just under starting to understand like, wait a minute, Jews, are, there are none. And there's that thing of like the French and the, you know, I, yeah. I just didn't even know where I was at that point. So at that point I said nothing, but, but I had a conversation with my husband after that. So, and I want to say, like, I do think diversity is also a crucible. I mean, it's amazing being surrounded by Jews. And I have loved going to Montreal for that. And I think I've become more Jewish since being here. I mean, I literally got smicha while I was here. <laughs> I, like, had to go back. But also, um, you know, right before Yom Kippur began last year, I had just gotten here. I was like, you know what? I don't know where 
where to be. I'm just going to have a fast. Sometimes I, um, I just knew I was going to fast last year. It was mm -hmm. the middle of COVID. I had just come to a new country. Um, and my husband and I ended up in a conversation right before sundown about why Jews do certain things, certain ways. And it moved me so much that I couldn't explain everything. I felt totally communityless. I felt very alone in that moment. Like I wanted to be able to speak for all of Jews, but I also just needed some backup. You know, I was like, that's it. I don't know. Why are you asking me as if I'm the whole Jewish religion? And um, it's much different now, I want to say. But and that was right before sundown and all of a sudden last year was such a beautiful Yom Kippur because both of us from that conversation we both fasted we both went into silence for 24 hours on purpose because sometimes um like silence is such a good fast for me yeah. word fast you know so it just was such a deep and profound day when before I think I would have kind of not tried to be the center of the family and just fasted alone you know so this is quite a thing right like you have moved to another country that's not nothing this, we, this is not America as you may no, have noticed by really now. <laughs> you have uh, been ordained as a rabbi, while you're there, married to a non-Jew in a town with no Jews. <laughs> so it sounds like... Yehopetzville. It is Yehopetzville, but it's also, you know, jumping off uh, the, the, uh, the, the cliff and growing wings on the way down. I mean, you, you've decided, I'm going to make this work, even though if you put it on paper, it would be, mm, I don't think yeah. so. That's so that's right. crazy. Uh, your smicha was with, uh, was it with Aleph in the States? Uh, it, it's through the lineage of Zalman Schechter. Um, right. with, so I, it was with a rabbi, Ohad Ezrahi. Right. Um, and, and Zalman smichad him. And right. he, he passed it on. We had been in discussion. I, I've been studying for many, many years and I just never... Never, never knew how that was going to happen. So now, now you're the rabbi of Vodoy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Vodroy Vitzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Okay. So, um, but it's a good question you asked. Like, do I want to bring it to Vodroy? Yes. I mean, yeah. it sounds like you, with all the the energy that you have in this. You've got to find a way to, to to share it, and yet you're in a place where maybe sharing it in a uh, intensely Jewish way isn't going to work. It won't. Yes. It'll lose it in the translation. So, how do you accommodate and yet continue to have the passion that you have for for what you are and what you're doing? Well, interestingly, I mean, I. I love, you know, that idea of if a child is in the room, like Albert Einstein says, if you can't explain it to a six-year-old, you don't understand it yourself. You know, I just really love, love when a child is in the room or someone who isn't supposed to know anything about Jewishness is in the room. That's, that's who I want to describe Judaism to in a way. I, I love that. And so I 
do think there's space for it. I am in this dome. I, I have a geodesic dome in my backyard. Who doesn't? Um, you know, you just throw <laughs> it up there. It's, it's a thing. Like, it's prefab. It's Come fabulous. Come on in. Good. Nice. Um, yeah. So, so we just built this. This was a need. It was a need. And, um, and so I, it's, it's good for circles, you know, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that already on Sunday, there is a rabbi who actually told me about this podcast and told me about, um, found me, he found me and he saw that I was ordained. He saw this all on Facebook and he found me and he's not too far away. So there is a rabbi somewhere, not in Vaudreuil, but, you know, maybe 25 minutes away or something, half an hour. And so we met in this very dome and he decided to like gather like five of us in this dome. So on Sunday, we're having our first kind of mifkash here. <laughs> so you're, you're finding ways to weave to weave. yourself into things and then there's a husband who isn't jewish yeah and a, a wife who is now a rabbi do i have uh, a wife also no, oh you're, it's you're me it's... A wife. yeah okay. come on let's try to <laughs> get it together on this one. <laughs> so, so you've got but so even within that there's a kind of you hope it's Phil, because he comes from something you come from something how do you bridge that in a place where you don't go come on we'll go to the shul we'll all hang out like how how do you yeah. how do you cross that bridge and and meet each other? Yeah, I think it's it's about understanding the essence of a religion. You know, I think that where the mysticism of Judaism is, it it crosses all the mystical traditions of every religion. I mean, I I love Sufism. I love, you know, like I love, I love the awareness that everything is one. That's what I love. Right. right? That's poetry. Yes. And that's what he knows. And that's what he loves. And so we live there. That's our religion. And then the rest of it is poetry. You know, the rest of it is how do we want to celebrate that everything is one? How do we want to remember in our own lives? Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I'm a spiritual director. You're a spiritual director. You're a rabbi. I have a podcast called I'm Not That Kind of Rabbi. Uh, So (laughs) I I think, you know, uh, listen, I I, I love talking to you. It's so interesting. And uh, I think there's a certain courage to your journey that you, you don't step back, you step in. And, and, and I love hearing that. And I think it's a wonderful thing. Uh, so I, uh, I celebrate your dome and uh, your passion for Judaism and your desire to, to be your authentic self in that. So I really, really appreciate the conversation. Thank you so much. I do as well. Alice Frank Petrie lives in Vaudreuil, Quebec. <laughs> nice American girl comes to, <laughs> comes to Quebec and goes, the poutine thing, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> but then she goes and gets bagels in Montreal, so she's okay. <laughs> Thank you for being my guest, really. I appreciate it, Thank Alice. you, Ralph, so much. Uh, that's 
has been Yehopitzville, sponsored by Pear Tree Canada, reducing the after-tax cost of giving for Canadian major gift donors. Learn more at peartreecanada.com. I'm your host, Ralph Benrigi. Our producer is Michael Freeman. Our music is by Louis Samayo. And if you want to travel with us across this great country, visiting more small Jewish or non-Jewish communities with Jews in it, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to support the CJN, join the CJN Circle. You get quarterly magazines, invitations to live events, and a weekly printable edition. Learn more at the cjn.ca slash circle. If you want to hear more of my work, I host another podcast called Not That Kind of Rabbi. Uh, I also, uh, as of like tomorrow, uh, have a book published that you can uh, take a little excerpt from from the Canadian Jewish News site at the cjn.ca uh, and it's called I Thought He Was Dead uh, available on all Amazon, Indigo, all that stuff so that's exciting for me and lots of fun more Jewish stories of course can be found on the Canadian Jewish News' website the cjn.ca I thank you all and we'll see you next time on Yehopitzville take care of each other